All right, welcome everybody to Liquor Talk. Guys, on the rise starts now. Welcome one, welcome everybody to another edition of Liquor Talk. For the first time ever, the Guys Only Round is live streaming on multiple platforms, ladies and gentlemen. Shout out to everybody watching this on YouTube, the Podcasting While Black, the Black Podcasting Club. God, everybody. Shout out to my fellas for having they look ready. They Y'all are the real MVPs. I am your man, Victor. Let's go around the home. Let's start up and hold it down in the Berg right now. Hold it down from Duval, the man of BOJ Radio. It's Mr. Juggy. How you doing, today, man? Good, good. Ready to rumble. All right, next up, holding it down in Old Town. It's the Don B. How you doing, my brother? What's going on, you guys? Chilling. Happy to be here. Relax. And last but not least, it's time to out. It's my man, Marco. How you doing, my brother? I'm good, brother. How you feeling? I'm doing great, man. You know what I'm saying? Another episode of The Guys on the Round. Shout out to Blake from the Black Podcast Love for putting me on this thing. You know what I'm saying? And also, shout out to Blake for also including yours truly on the E-Group. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm going to be the podcasting coach and also the podcasting therapist for these group members as well. So shout out to Blake for including yours truly in that. You know what I'm saying? You know, thank you, thank you, thank you. you know, and shout out to the live viewers as well watching this live, watching this right now. Holler at us in the comments if you're watching this, you know what I'm saying? To check in with us, you know what I'm saying? And also, we have a guest that's going to be joining us at some point during this um, live stream. So that will be a surprise to y'all. It's a very interesting twist. When they hop on, I will let y'all know. I will be like, hey, surprise! So be surprised, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Liquor Talk. Now will be a good time to go ahead and pull that liquor. Because remember, the more liquor you drink, the better this podcast sounds. Let's go ahead and hop into it, fellas. What is going on? What's been, what's been popping with y'all shows, man? Man, I'm stepping away from the mic for three weeks. Oh, you're taking another oh, hiatus? Wow. But I got episodes already lined up, so I can I can just relax. Shy, y'all, still, y'all still gonna get shit. <laughs> y'all still gonna yeah. get shit. <laughs> yeah, I did that earlier this year, so I feel you on that. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you, because when quarantine first hit, I was just hammering out episodes, and um, so I was able to take that little break from the mic. So, but then I got the issue pot again. So you know how that goes. Yeah, I'm trying not to be the Grinch this holiday season. So I'm trying to live and be friendly and social <laughs> so we'll see how that goes i feel you i feel you Don, i see i hear you do, i see you doing big things in orlando man congrats on working on getting that building straight which Thank was you. off black man because i see y'all pushing out episodes yeah um we're actually going through a little giving it a little facelift i'm calling it um just restructuring some things uh we launched like right before covid so we were just knocking stuff out back to back um, and it was fun, but now we've had more time to like glance back over it. And it's kind of like, kind of like, you know, cleaning up the areas that we want to like streamline some things. So mm-hmm. uh, next week will be a totally like still the same, but like a restructured format next week. So really excited about that. Just some new segments and um, some little bells and whistles, you know, when you know better, you do better. So uh, oh, I'll be actually starting next week. So this is actually perfect timing, but yeah. We're going. We're doing good. I like the podcast. We're hanging in there. All right, Judge, what you got going on with BLJ Radio, man? Because you be dropping some information that the people need, man. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yes, sir. So I mean, lately I've been taking a look at the political realm. Um, looking at, of course, during the pandemic, you know, we had a lot of uh, a lot of police brutality. We thought it was going to slow down. It did not. So definitely, the Breonna Taylor case. We're still keeping an eye on that, uh, providing updates as they happen, and then also um, with the presidential election. Um, make possibly the biggest election next 50, 60 years because you got a lot of appeal uh, courts on the line, a lot of appointed positions throughout various levels of the state and federal government um, that will come as a result of this election. I'm sure everybody's got the text, the flyers, the phone calls, your YouTube videos that you watch, you can't get away from it. Yes, yes. Where yes. right. everybody everything something about go vote, go vote. I'm like, okay, y'all gonna make me pay YouTube for the free whatever the free um <laughs> free. That's what's about to happen because I'm about tired of this, man. Yeah. Every other 
video I watched. Go, go vote, go vote. Okay, I get it. I'm going to the polls. Stand with politics. What are y'all thoughts on Ice Cube meeting with both um, presidential parties? And because I saw people just going off this man, like y'all clearly don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Just because you don't, you don't have to like somebody in order to do business with them. So, what are y'all thoughts on that? I mean, Donald Trump is supposed to be a businessman. Ice Cube went to both the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. The Democratic mm -hmm. Party said, hey, yo, we're going to meet you after the election. We don't got time for this right now. Mm -hmm. The Trump administration said, hey, let's do the platinum deal. So they hankered out a deal. Now, we know that from our perspective, Donald Trump never pan out on any of his word is worth squat. You know, he doesn't keep his promises from a deal's perspective, but at the same time, we could use this as leverage later on if Donald Trump wins the election and we had his deal in place, we're going to like, hey, you said you put the deal in place for us? You got to come through on that or else. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, yes. We, I agree. Yes, yes. Definitely. We need to come through or we're going to be like Marco and be like, we can burn this motherfucker down. Burn it down. <laughs> Keep that same energy. Burn it oh down. Oh my god! So again, I'm I'm also like uh, Don. I'm gonna sit back and wait. I'm just <laughs> just sitting back and waiting. Agreed. Agreed. You know Listen, what I'm saying? I um. Hmm. So first, I was like, I I agree with everything that you said. First of all, but um. What disappointed me about it with Ice Cube is because I agree, we it doesn't matter who's in power, nobody's really there for us. So you got to work with what you got at this point. And if this is the party that said let's do it, then this is the part I'm working with. So I agree with that. Um, I don't know if y'all saw the interview he did with um, who was it? Uh, oh man, I can't think of his name right now. It'll come to me, but he just did a recent interview just where he was, um. Ronald Martin? What is his name? Roland Martin. Roland Martin. Roland Martin. Roland Martin. Forgive me, guys. Uh, yes. Well, he, did, he did an interview with him. Um, and he was very much like me now, stammering and stuttering and sweating and, like, didn't know what he was talking about when he was pressed on, like, the basis of this thing. And he wasn't, like, pressing him hard. It just seemed like he really couldn't explain what he was even talking about in the bill. So I just want us to like do better. I, I admire him for taking that step, but I'm like, let somebody that can actually articulate it, take that and go. Because now everybody's just jumping on the bandwagon of like, cancel him. He doesn't know what he's talking about. And it's like, it was disappointing that he couldn't really back it up when he was asked about it. But I feel like his heart was in the right place, if that makes any sense at all. Um, but yeah, the meeting, it was like really awkward to watch the interview because it was just like, Okay, you clearly probably didn't read this through all the way. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I agree what he's trying to do. I'm not mad at him for that. I just need somebody that can take that and run with it and articulate it to people so we know what to get behind. You know what I mean? Like, there's just so many, much misinformation out there. But And I also whatever. think it's also uh, they could, the two political parties could use it as a way to sell themselves on yes, we're going to do this because Ice Cube has come out and said notoriously like, I'm withholding my vote, you know what I'm saying? And I've known I've known a lot of people like that have said they're just withholding my vote because they feel like it's just the lesser of two evils. So if Ice Cube was to come out and say, hey, you know, this happened and this happened, then we'll give us some people who are withholding their vote direction on who to vote for and, and who to um, support. I mean, mm -hmm. when we take a look at this, Ice Cube's been in the public eye since at least the early 1990s. Um, he gets on social media on a consistent basis. He posts videos of himself where he's able to articulate this point. He writes very well. He's a very intelligent uh, member of the black community. Mm -hmm. I just feel like when we take a look at where we are, we, you know, Marco's saying, you know, hey, burn it down. But like, at the same time, <laughs> We're existing in this system, and nobody, well, a lot of people don't like it because they're not benefiting from it, and they probably won't ever benefit from it. But at the same time, what if we, if we could find a way to use this deal that he made with Republicans and Trump, mm -hmm. find a way to use that leverage, say, hey, 
you said you were going to give us this. I just hope it doesn't turn out like the wall. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't see no wall. Yeah, I don't. I don't see no wall either. Shout out to this person that just liked this. Um, not saying I don't show who liked it, but shout out to that person. But yeah, I don't see no damn wall either. It's like he been hollering about the wall, the wall, the wall. That's, that's, I agree with that. It's like, what can we? How can we leverage this? First of all, if it's even gonna be a thing, it could just be a lie, like we said. Um, mm -hmm. but if so, like, do we burn it down? Like, I don't know what. What do we use to like leverage this point to get something accomplished? Like, I think what it would have been better if he would have went to like the Congressional Black Caucus, mm -hmm. right, and say, "Hey, I want you guys to write a bill. This aid in it for schools, inner city community centers, uh, grant initiatives for businesses, or organizations, YMCA's, uh, Big Brother, Big Sister. I mean, we can go down a long list. Even in some cases, you know, the NAACP they do stuff in the community as well. So." If I think if we had to did that and ask somebody to create a bill that would be on the floor that at least they would vote on, I feel like that would do more because a candidate for for the president is going to say anything possible to get your vote. They will send you letters. They will be on your phone. They will be on every communication medium to grab your vote because they know the value of it. But when they get in office, you will never, ever hear from them again. You're not going to see them in the hood. You're just going to see them do what most politicians do, and that's be in D.C., Exactly. And word. So, you know, I mean, I think that would have been better for him to do, but at least he did something. I give him mm -hmm. that props for getting something done, especially. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, yes, I agree. I'm done. So and what do y'all think of some states actually including this Kanye West on the ballot? I didn't think he was going to get on the ballot. I'm like, how the hell this man got on the fucking ballot? How the hell? I'm just waiting for the aliens to come still. Because <laughs> 2020 is a joke. Yes, 2020 is a whole joke. I'm the uh, at this point the aliens need to show up and take all the black people. <laughs> I'm waiting. Yeah. My bag is packed. Listen, I, was, I was gonna say my bag is definitely packed. My bag is packed. Just just take us black people, just take all the black people. Really great, you know what I'm saying? Maybe y'all can appreciate us and not try to steal our culture. But moving on, fellas. Now, my last podcast, I talked to this matchmaker. Now, it was a lengthy conversation. That's episode 133. If y'all didn't listen to it, if y'all so go check it out. But my question to y'all, knowing which I know, would y'all have used a matchmaker knowing that a matchmaker costs a thousand dollars to start off, and then four hundred dollars, four hundred dollars a month, um, once they've gotten to know you for three, for like three days. <laughs> but yo, I, I made the same face, Dougie. Victor, you you asking me if I would pay that? Fam, what am I getting along with it? <laughs> what? You gonna take you gonna, you gonna take me out? You telling me I look good? You gonna build my confidence? Right, so what are we doing? I want to ask Dinner. that. Does that four hundred dollars pay for the date? You know what I'm saying? I better have a Shanti. He scored me a date if I'm paying a thousand dollars a month, cause bruh, what? No, yeah. it's a thousand dollars for the startup fee, but it's like and then four hundred dollars a month from that um thousand dollars, and then oh it's a six month commitment, so. You're looking at $3,400 in six months to find somebody. I, I don't even trust Tinder, and that's a free app. So, <laughs> like, no. <laughs> what? Don't, uh, how much does Tinder Premium cost? Yeah, how much? Um, $7.99. I think Tinder Premium is $7.99. I think Tinder Gold is $30. Let me get on here and see what's good. I don't actually let me, have let me Let me get the facts. Because last night, no disrespect to my guest, um, shout out to Brooke. She was a wonderful guest. She's awesome. She seems like she's serious about her craft. She's black owned, and you know what I'm saying. All right. And it's not too many black folks in the matchmaking business, you know what I'm saying. So it's like I wanted to get her on, show her some love for her business. You know what I'm saying. She takes that shit seriously, and she does say the average age of the people using it is like 35 and up. So I'm like. 
in my head, I was still like, I know niggas 35 mil to the day. Probably ain't gonna pay that. <laughs> so then it's the parent, like, what is, what, what is, is it a combo package? Like, what comes with that amount of money? Like, yeah, I guess it's basically hard to get to know you, like, to know your habits and stuff, so that way she can find the best possible match and then send you out on a date. No, I can do that. But if it's going towards the date, you know what I mean, and she sets it all up and everything, like, I don't know. No disrespect. I'm sure it's a great thing. I just, I'm trying to put it together in my brain. Like, me? No, I can't do it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. It's, it's the control issues. Yes, yes. Juggy, I know you I know you engaged and all, but if you weren't engaged, you ain't going to do it, are you? Well, if I was not engaged, I mean, I a few years ago when I was single, um, I had a – it was one of the websites I paid for, and I feel like it does make a difference, but the problem is, okay, so you pay for it, right? So the quality of people that you see, is it is better. Mm-hmm. But the problem is if those you, there's not people you're interested in or they're not interested in you, you send them a message, they can see that you got whatever the premium access is when they click on your profile, they can see that. So like, oh, this person's serious. They're willing to pay for it. But if that person doesn't turn out to be the one, then how long do you plan on paying that bill? You know, 30, I mean, pandemic, man, we're down to $5 being gas money. So, you know, $30 a month, you know, that's Google says tender gold, $29 a month. I'm sure they add tax on that. I mean, it depends on what stage you're in. I feel like if you're 45 plus, you probably need to use that. Yeah. I feel like yeah. if you're thirties or your twenties, you shouldn't need to use that. But hey, you know, I know women have clocks, so they that can affect things. Um, they have family pressure, so it's it, it depends on what people are looking for, man. It really do. Yeah. I think. And I, I really feel like, honestly, when she told those prices, I feel like the people that really use those matchmaking services. Not the tender, but the actual professional matchmaker. I feel like those people, they just got money to blow, man. That's why I think at the end of the day, if you're going to put up that kind of money a month, $400 a month, that's a fucking car note or a, you know what I'm saying? That's a bill. That's student loans or something, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it means you're serious. And if you're serious and you want to pay for it, I want to knock nobody's, you know. I I don't want to knock nobody's hustle or nobody. I'm just like. Maybe they find somebody serious off of it, but a thousand dollars a month to start off, you better find somebody serious. Shit. Within yeah, minutes. Hello. I would pay for that. Like if I was like off the fucking middle class, maybe. And I know people are gonna be asking me for my money. Like maybe I would use that to like weed out people that I know ain't no good. Like they'll be their job to make sure like the person I'm getting is like on my level. Like I don't know. That's the yeah. only way I can do that. I mean, yeah. if you got that kind of money, you know, for some people that's nothing. So, yeah, for some people that's nothing. We trying to get to that enjoy. point. Man. Amen. We we trying to get to that point that one day a thousand dollars is just chunk change us. It's like five dollars to us. You know what I'm saying? This but, time yeah. next year, we're gonna be checking in doing a liquor talk. Uh, all guys around. I'm like, all right, y'all. I signed up for uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh what, is, what is it called? Making. That's the name of her business. I can hear you say it again. Mosaic matchmaking out of Mosaic Dallas. matchmaking. I'm putting that out there right now. Shit. Hey, hey, Brooke, you never know, know. This time that next year. Ain't gonna be nothing. Shit, don't let me relocate to a city. I don't know nobody. I might just pay for my damn stuff. Say, so, hey, I'm hey. in the city. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tell me what's up. You it might that? be worth it. Right. Find me somebody beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Now, moving on. What do y'all think? Why do us black people slander our race so much? Like, why is on social media we're always going in our race like black men ain't shit, black women ain't this, and why is it always that we're always looking to compare ourselves to other races? Because I saw this conversation and I was like, are you serious? Someone literally asked another race of women, do they man be asking them to go half on everything, or is or how is it? And their reply was. They they take care of everything. They they have to make me stay home. So my question is, why do do we just hate ourselves that much to where we have to compare ourselves to other races? 
I mean, this is, to me, this is simple, right? Um, when you look turn the news, you you hear a lot. You hear a trigger phrase, black on black crime. Mm-hmm. But you never hear Hispanic on Hispanic crime, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. white on white crime, Asian on Asian crime. You only hear black on black crime. And the same people who create the algorithms for mostly social media platforms, um, Silicon Valley is notoriously pale and unseasoned. So you got these people making the algorithms for us to see this stuff on social media. It's almost like, you know, if you guys watch anime, you're familiar with the Sharingan and Naruto. They place you in this genjutsu where you think it's reality, but it ain't. There's black people that love each other. There's black communities. There's people buying land in different states, planning on building residential commercial spaces. Um, we have black billionaires. It is possible. But the problem is, since everybody has a voice, you got all these people that are hurt over here. Then on the other extreme, you got people who are hype. You're mixing all of this together. And for whatever pe- reason, people like seeing negative news. The mm-hmm. social media platforms will capitalize off of that. This is where we at right now. That's my opinion. Yeah. I mean, what y'all think, fellas? Because this don't it don't make sense to me. Like, why every time I look at an app, like every day it seems like you got social black women, black men going at each other. Like they don't do this, they don't do that, but they act like it's maybe so much better with another race. It don't make sense to me. I think it's a disease, um, and people need to go to therapy. Because um, I've I've always hated when like black people would tear down black people. I'm like, we're not gonna go nowhere if we tearing down our own community. Um but yeah, I think it's a mental illness. Like to no like literally yeah. hate on somebody that's in your own community and look like you that probably wants better for you that you want for yourself. Like I don't know. Yeah, what you think, Don? Um, I mean, it is kind of what is that? Um, Stockholm syndrome, that old uh, yeah. <laughs> mental illness yeah. about just like being like just kind of like obsessed with your own captivity, almost like like returning back to old ways. I think it's just been just it's just been ingrained in literally every fiber of what it is to be American. Is being American is almost to be anti-black, like if you ask mm-hmm. me. Um, because this is what it's founded on. So it just seeps into everything and now it doesn't have to be told to us. We just we we're so used to it that it's just natural to do that to each other. Like it's just common commonplace. Like you get there's always com- like conversations like that on Twitter going on. Like black men this or how come black men never do this or black women da, 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 and just go in on each other in the comments and it's just like it's crazy. It's really, really crazy to watch. Um I think social media has definitely added a layer of like just getting out of control. It was already a, a beast before that we had no way of beating, and now it's just mm-hmm. has, it feeds endlessly now, like on social media. Like people love really that is. stuff. So and I don't want to sound pessimistic really, about it, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of pessimistic about it too because it's sad that me as a black man, I could be expressing myself, and then here comes a black woman in the comments. Oh, you guys just pretend to be nice guys when y'all really assholes. What does that have to do with how I'm feeling right now? Or one would be like, I laughed because nobody, you know, you just need to let that hurt go. Oh, but I didn't say that to you when you were crying because some nigga did you wrong. <laughs> how this nigga did you wrong when you know damn well you know his habits because you people can tell, you know what I'm saying, how a person's gonna be just from your first interactions with them. But you know what you did? You ignored the red flags and you got burned for it. And now somebody like me expressing myself because I'm tired of the bullshit. Now I'm getting attacked because you it's it don't make no sense. Yes, sir. I mean, it'll be crazy if we can live in a society, right? We all get transported to Wakanda, right? If you guys read Wakanda comics, within Wakanda is a whole bunch of issues. Mm-hmm. Fighting this tribe versus this tribe, we deserve the throne, we deserve this land, we deserve this, we deserve that. At the end of the day, there's just people that will get in relationships that aren't fit to be in relationships. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, man. I mean, either they're going to learn to the hard way or they're going to straighten up. Most people learn the hard way and they don't have nobody to guide them. We don't have enough role models out here 
for these young cats, you know, we've talked about that plenty of times before. Yeah. There's certain things that are natural, but there's certain things that got to be taught. Mm-hmm. If you're depending on TV, you know, Fox Soul and BT and all these, you know, these new programs to teach you, then you're going to be in a messed up place. Our celebrities, these celebrities are chopped and screwed, man. I mean, if that's what, you know, the younger versions of ourselves are on, it's going to be pretty rough. It is. That is the truth. Yeah, because these celebrities, they some of them are paid out. You know what I'm saying? Some of them, they just they 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 they, they just take the money to hush. They just what they take the money to give away. But the real ones are gonna stick around. You know what I'm saying? I mean, what can what can we do? What do y'all think we need to do as black men to where we to show? Because it's up to us to lead our women and our people to be like we need to change the ways that way we didn't just tell everybody it's not okay to do this damn slander and then if somebody hurts you, you need to go to therapy instead of taking it out and bashing everybody because you don't realize you can be bashing the men that are good in your life because God knows I could just go in on black women, but I don't because I have a, I have two very strong women being my sister and my mother, but I'm like, I wouldn't slander them, so I'm like, I'm not about to slander all black women because one or two of them did me wrong. So, because I know if I can't be like that, then some of y'all need to change. What y'all think? I'll go. <laughs> I, I want to say one thing. Um, I think it's a respect thing at the end of the day. Um, uh, like, uh, half of it is, I think half of it is being taught and learning, you know what I mean? Learning, mm-hmm. you know, it's parent parenting and teaching people like the right way to go. But some things are natural, I think. I think there are just differences. People are like, you said in Wakanda, people are naturally going to just like link up or click up or going to a tribe that they feel more comfortable with these people because they remind me of this. We have a similar shared experience, whatever. Um, I just think it's a respect thing. It's just like, just because we're different doesn't mean that it's better or worse than anything else. Yes, it is different that, you know, you might be like, I'm, I'm dark skinned and we lived in different regions and my experience was different than yours. It's not a better experience or a worse experience. It's just, I think, like when you say you tweet something and people jump at you and they're just like coming at you hard, they're projecting their own experience onto what you said when you weren't mm-hmm. even talking about that. And so I think people feel offended when somebody else is like, well, this is where I'm from, this is who I am, whatever, and it's just like, what about this? So you only like, the, like you know what I mean? You don't like this person because they're light skin, I'm dark skin. What, like it's, 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 if we can just respect that people are what they are and then worry about expecting, you know what I mean? Does that make sense what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, it's not about, I what you're saying. like, yeah. you can't correct anybody that's gonna, like, be base level about, like, colorism and all that stuff. Like, it's, it's the deeper thing is respect. Like, how do you want to be treated? And if you want to be treated this way, then imagine everybody wanting to be treated, being wanting to be treated that way. Like it's really that simple. It sounds kind of kumbaya-ish, but it's it's respect. Like yeah. that's all. If you Definitely think you're better than somebody, you don't respect them. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Marco? I was gonna say it's a respect thing. Um, that's bottom line. <laughs> how somebody want to be treated? That's how they need to be. Um, they need to be raised and taught like that too. So. Black people, we need to start respecting each other because we don't see the other races of people slandering each other because I'm pretty sure they got issues as well. The grass ain't always greener on the other side. Nothing in life is perfect, so well, because we might be fucking up in some areas, but in other areas, we're excelling, you know what I'm saying? And remember, some of these people, they want to be like us. That's why they go have surgeries and stuff. That's why they go try to copy everything we do. Like family. Hello. Yeah, they they copy us. Anything we do on social media, you see it. We do something lit, it goes viral. Guess what? The next day, somebody else of another race, they trying to mimic us. So we're the trendsetters, people. So we got to stop tearing each other down. We need to be building each other up and uplifting each other. Also, I will say a good note. Shout out to all the black women that do be showing love to brother whenever I feel down or something. One of them will hop in my DMs and be like, hey, you okay? I, I want to say shout out to them because y'all are the real MVPs. Y'all get it, you know what I'm saying? So I will give that shout out to y'all because I know that y'all are more examples of 
y'all good black people out here, you know what I'm saying? And not just ones that are hurt and just need to go have that shit addressed. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Look at the guys only round. The more look you drink, the better this podcast sounds. Moving on. <laughs> Shout out to my fellas, you know what I'm saying? Now, I saw this on social media. I was like, oh. So if somebody sends you, like, say somebody asks you, ask somebody for some lunch money, and they see $20, and they're mm-hmm. like, $20, and then they, then the person was like, $20 is not enough. I'm like, you won't get mad because somebody sent you $20 for, for lunch? Lunch? For that's a that's a great lunch. That's groceries. What you mean? Okay. All day. Wow, people so ungrateful. I'm like, if somebody said if somebody sent me twenty dollars for lunch, I'm like, thank you. You know what I'm saying? But somebody really had nerve sound social media said twenty dollars is not enough for lunch. What kind of lunch are you eating? Did you could did you continue to talk to that person? I I just scrolled past. I was like, you know what? This don't make no damn sense. That's ignorant. You spending for breakfast? Like, where are you eating at? I mean, <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> what kind of job do you have where you can eat something that's more than twenty dollars for lunch? Because I'm, I'm working. Was going to brunch. Look, they was going to brunch. Bottomless mimosas. That's what that was. Right. <laughs> yeah, that was about thirty-five dollars on a good day. Uh, what's the dinner looking like? If that's what the lunch looked like, because I'm trying to, I'm trying to go. Hell yeah! If you don't like. Get- you gonna get mad about twenty dollars for lunch? I'm like, well, next time don't beg me. How about that? <laughs> don't 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 be in somebody's DMs asking for lunch. Now they asked me personally, but I saw it on social media. But don't be in somebody's DMs asking for money, and then the person gives you something, and you want to be grateful. No, it's people out here struggling out here. You know what I'm saying? You need to be. I would to help you. If they would have complained, I would have just reported a problem. <laughs> because <laughs> that, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Like, I, I just pride. report this problem because we're not doing this. Mm-mm. Just went off for money, bro. That's that's <laughs> man, that's shit. That's week, you know what I'm saying? If you play it right, <laughs> okay, man. Some of y'all, y'all don't get it. So listen, people, if somebody sends you some lunch money, be grateful because you don't know what the hell they got going on. But they took time out of their day to bless you. So please, be grateful, you know what I'm saying? Be very, very grateful. Now, moving on, is family still goals for people nowadays? Because now it seems like the goals now is just trips and doing dumb shit. It's like, it's going <laughs> 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 That's exactly what it is. Trips and dumb shit. I don't want no family. <laughs> that is so funny. And why do you feel like it has got to this point? Well, uh, I've just never, I've just uh, never wanted kids. So, yeah. That part, I kind of. So, I feel like there's a misconception that a lot of people don't want kids, and I think you got to look at context, like. I know for me, I know I want kids, but I also know that there should be a significant amount of preparation before you have kids. You shouldn't just probably like, oh, I'm pregnant. Like, you don't just become pregnant. There's a process of things that happen for you to get <laughs> I know there's women on my timeline, you know, that I've known for a long time or whatever, and they just popped out a baby. And that's not realistic. There's a other person that has to have that happen. So for me, what I think, I really would think what it is, is look how much resources and how unfriendly our society is towards having kids. Mm-hmm. Daycare, private school, clothes, um, adding them to your medical insurance um, is very, not having a lot of leave you at what, like two months, two or three months, maybe of leave before you got to go back to work with a newborn? Crazy. Why would people want to have kids in that type of atmosphere? I mean, there's a European country, they give them like two years. <laughs> two yeah. years? Yeah. Why are we not doing man? Look. They get two man, what country is that? So and do they treat black people well? And the hospitals are so nice and mm-hmm. my question is is police brutality a thing over there? That's my only question. 
they don't use guns the way we use over here. And do they right. hate niggas? Or are there Karens over there that are like, hey, I'm going to report you. I'm like, do they hate niggas? <laughs> I mean, that, I that, like that is going to put gonna on a shirt. <laughs> hey, hey, that's that's the quote this shit. Do they hate? That's my number one question right now. Because if you tell me that y'all don't hate niggas, I'll be that tomorrow. Shit. I don't know what that's gonna be. Hey, but when you go over there, you're gonna be a minority for real, for real over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now my only question is do they support minorities too? But ladies and gentlemen, this is I hope y'all are enjoying this guy's only conversation for the month. So let's talk about this dating phase because I was in this group and they had a very interesting discussion about the dating phase. How long is the dating phase last to where you go from dating to be okay? This is the one. Oh, like no. Let's like, you're engaged, let's, sir. Uh, yeah, break you, it down you got for a me. Good example. I mean, for me, like when I met my fiance. Uh, well, actually, my wife. At this point, uh, when I when I met my wife, uh, after after four dates, I knew. Like inside, I told myself I would never fall in love, and I didn't really know how to quantify the way I felt. But the, when I thought about, do I want anybody else to date this person? Not necessarily from just a selfish perspective, but like, no, I really think the communication the vibe, everything I have with this person, this is the one. So after a month, you know, we made it official and we never looked back. But I think what people need to do, my thing is, as a person who's, you know, off the market and all that, the first few dates, you got to get all the hard stuff out of the way. Don't sugarcoat it. Like maybe the first date, not go hard in the paint. But if you're going to do a second, third, and fourth date, it's crucial that you be real with them <laughs> where you at in life. There's no reason to be dishonest because we've all been through stuff. We're all living mm-hmm. in the same country, going through stuff very similar to everybody else in one capacity or other. You got to have those hard conversations up front. If you're able to talk through those things, you should have a good chance. My personal opinion. Right. Making, nigga, like, making a nigga cry over here. Right <laughs> down. That was like you know you know uh, how Sierra had that prayer for Russell Wilson. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What you just said, I'm gonna use that as my prayer. I'm like, look, I'm gonna say this every single day. Follow these guidelines. Sometimes I ask myself, what prayer did Jay Z say to get Beyonce? There? Because I feel myself. Turning by to join Marco and join Team Fuckwell here, you know what I'm saying? Let's just be a dynamic duo, you know what I'm saying? Let's just go over here Don't do and, it, y'all. and join. Because Don't do I, it. You two can be free. Listen, I, I'm really getting close. It's coming. It's, I hate to join Team Fuckwell. Let's just, it's like. You too young. It's too young. young. You too young. Damn, I'm too young. Because, <laughs> I mean, you got to think like this, right? Y'all know how y'all see them old uncles at parties that everybody 20 years younger than them? Yeah. At that point, you can go ahead and become football. It's too late then. When you're late 40s. Yeah. Early. The niggas in the Kango hats by the pool table. Uh-huh. <laughs> They they got the yeah. they on the grill. I said no, I'm no. on the grill checking out the women. I'm like, oh, okay. got a leather outfit on, talking about some looking like pulling up. young blood hey, pulling young up blood. in the Cadillac. Uh-huh. And I was always the young person in the corner judging, like I'm never gonna be that nigga. That is not gonna be me. Like I'm not gonna be in the club. Look at it now. Trying to wear the what the kids are wearing. Like no. Man, I'm in the top of this club called Top Flight in Tallahassee. I saw some old dudes. I'm like, I said myself, God, whatever you do, please. When I if I'm not in there looking like that, man. I mean, if, it's one thing if you go in there having a good time with your homies and y'all are older and y'all just having a civilized night out, whatever. But when you still do the same old thing that she was doing, you know, back in the early days, that's just that's bad. That's that's real bad, you know. And I know them people. <laughs> that's something I, I don't do. Like 
Now, getting back to the dating phase, I feel like you should be dating as long as you feel comfortable with that person, you know what I'm saying? And it's like some people, they hit it off and you can't predict the shit. I object. Oh, shit. Um, no, I honest, I think we should start dating when we're emotionally ready. Um, yeah. I feel like nowadays yeah. people like they it, because they want someone there, they want the benefit of you know, like the dates and having someone to cuddle and shit. But like, if you're not emotionally about to invest in this shit, what the fuck are you actually doing? Yes, that's true. That's definitely true. Because comfortable is one thing. Being invested is another. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, that's going on a shirt, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Everything I got it. Everything good, Junkie? Yeah. yeah, man. I had to go rinse my eyes out real quick, man. <laughs> it was getting too real over there. Yes, yes, yes. You know how you know how we do. You know how you know how we, we get in some deep. We be getting in there. To that uh, the previous topic with the kids, the people want kids. Bulgaria has fifty nine weeks of maternity paid maternity leave that the government give you money. We got to go back to work. So that's the height. Is that for the husband and the wife? That's a year and some change. The, wife, the husband gets half of that. Okay. According to uh, money.cnn.com. So, I mean, it's a newborn kid, like... Yeah, six weeks is not enough. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, you're just getting their schedule down pat, maybe, assuming that the health of the baby is normal, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. do people want to have kids? If they, do people, other people have kids in situations like that? 30 years ago? Probably not. So, anyway. Yeah. But ladies and gentlemen, this is looking up. Now let's move on to something interesting. What would y'all do if you say you're in a relationship and the side person starts giving you ultimatums? Because there was this one person that the side chick, the, the girl, she was in a relationship, right? And the side nigga asked her to marry her. I'm like, what? Are you serious? The side nigga asked you to marry him? Oh, he 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 fumbled the ball a long time ago. I what would you tell your main person that you're with that's like not really moving towards marriage? Like, what the hell would you do if a side person came to you and went ultimate like marry me or cut me off? Hold on, you just a side person though. Sometimes I mean, people know what they want. Yeah. That's why you make that's why you make them sign mm-hmm. the side nigga contract has been out yes. for years. It's a contract for a reason. Stay in your place. I agree. When, I, when I see you out, don't don't be speaking. Don't be asking how the family. Uh-uh. That's why I said the, the ball was from a long time ago. The fact that you had the, the gall, the strength, the audacity to ask me this, like you are a side, you're you're here. You're in this position. The fact that you are in that position means that we have an understanding already. So <laughs> Where'd you find the nerve to ask me that? Like, yes, now, now everybody's unhappy. Now we gotta break up. Mm-hmm. Now you gonna be crying. Like, it didn't have to be this way. Now you mm-hmm. gonna show up around your main person unhappy, and your main person be like, What's going on? Why are you feeling this way? Well, you can't come out and say, Oh, my side person just broke up with me. And also, you got one job, damn it. You know what I'm saying? You, you the side person for a reason. You got one job, you know what I'm saying? And that's be the side person. Now, if more is come, We'll discuss that, but more than likely, it's not because you get them how you lose them. Oh, you, you got to keep them in their parameters. Like they need to understand, it's really on you to set those boundaries. Let's say that. Mm-hmm. So, like the fact that you that person felt the need to be like, "Oh, let's get married." That means you left the hole open somewhere, somewhere you didn't plug it up, somewhere the way in. But yeah, when I come in contact with young cats, you know, what I'm saying I tell them, you know, if you're gonna be out here. You know what I'm saying? Having sex and stuff like that. You know, just find you somebody, you know what I'm saying, that get tests on a regular basis. You smash them. So that way, if things progress, at least it's just that person. It ain't going to be a third party, too. But when you start to be a side person, you people be people violate so hard. With social media, people feel empowered. Isn't there uh, a TV show? Uh, side 
the side chicks of Charlotte or yeah, something? Yeah, of Charleston or something. I don't know. What? Yeah. What? It's on Amazon. Hold on. It's on it's Amazon. It's on Amazon. I haven't watched it, but it's on my, I saw that on Amazon. This is I the, the most ghettoest shit I've heard all 2020. That is Stop crazy. Side people got a show now? What the fuck is going on? It's, it's called Real Side Chicks of Charlotte. Well, secretly, how do I sign up? Because I'll be a great side piece. It's on the yeah. <laughs> yeah. auditions. Shit. Okay. They haven't signed the auditions. I'm the like, fact that it's on my watch list is really embarrassing. This came out in 2017. Oh, my Damn. God. This came out in 2017. We just now find out about it. Wow. I'm definitely about to watch it, though. I'm the secret lies of eight yeah, women are exposed. Too, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm damn sure going to watch it. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, this is what we do on Looking So. We find out about shows about side people. But nevertheless, I mean, y'all, what's mm. up? <laughs> that is Nothing. crazy. All right, y'all. Let's get to our main topic I discussed. I know it's minute 46 and we just hit the main topic. They say men and women are gatekeepers of things. They say men are gatekeepers of marriage because we have more to lose. They say women are gatekeepers of sex because they have more to lose when it comes to sex. What do y'all think about that? And what do y'all think us men are really the gatekeepers of besides marriage? I mean, I agree with the women being the gatekeepers of sex thing. Like, I feel like, you know, I'm not going to say that. I'm trying to stop cursing so much, but um, Keep it, shit. Keep pussy it makes the world go wrong. <laughs> pussy makes the world go wrong. Like it, it's a driving factor in everything. Um, I think that women have kind of maybe been tricked into believing that you know marriage is the ultimate this, but it's just like they got the key, they got the box, they got the magic, you know, right there that everybody's trying to get to, so they can really utilize. If they weaponize that, you know, started withholding more, I think that. I don't know because some people do it, but then they get you know classified as like, you know, whatever word you want to call them when they kind of take ownership of their own sexuality. But I feel like they're definitely the gatekeepers. Um, they just might not all know that, but right. yeah, marriage is just a construct. I mean, it is what you whatever you want to make it. Yeah, and it's something that us men we really do lose a lot out of because you have because if it don't work out, you have women trying to take us t- take us for everything. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's whatever you kind of set it up for yourself to be. You know, like I said, you have more control over that aspect. To me, like for your own personal marriage, but I don't know. I'm not married, so (laughs) I ain't married either. As a card-carrying member of the Married Men's Committee, Mm -hmm. um, I think now I have not been married that long, but. So I think that the reasons why people are getting married are the wrong reasons. Which you know, people are spending thirty, sixty thousand dollars on weddings. They see celebrities spending potentially hundreds of thousand dollars on weddings, which is fine. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have the means to do that, you want to make that day special, it's cool. But I think we're forgetting the real reason behind marriage. Marriage mm-hmm. is supposed to be, you know, a religious construct, you know, for man and woman to get married. Of course, it has other meanings now here in America, but I feel like if you're able to compromise with a group of friends, you guys are able to stay friends for a long time, you should also be able to get along with somebody opposite sex and be able to be in a marriage with them. You know, because if when you get older, like when you get in your 50s and stuff, and you you know your body starts changing, you're going to need somebody around to help you go through that transition. You're not going to want to do it mm-hmm. alone. And when you get older and you want to leave on legacy, unless you're going to spend, what is it, about $30,000, dollars $30, to adopt a kid, mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're going to do that two or three times over and have to have two or three kids, you know, you're going to want to leave a legacy behind. You do all this work. We went through all this hell in 2020 and some stuff in years before. You're not going to have nobody to leave all the work you did behind for them to build on and keep on moving? I know I'm not. Like, I'm mm-hmm. going to have somebody here that's going to carry on my name that will continue to build future generations. But if people don't want that, then they shouldn't get married. But 
people don't want that and they still get married. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is the problem. And I do feel like before us being the men and being gatekeepers of marriage, we need to just lay out everything. So even if it's a woman that's demanding marriage for us, no, we need to lay out everything we want, you know what I'm saying? Because there are too many men that are in this marriage because the woman gave them an ultimatum. No, man, you got to take ownership. You're the captain of it, you know what I'm saying? And if you don't want it, and then you don't want it, and she just going to have to respect it. And if not, you're just going to have to tell her to get to getting, you know what I'm saying? It'll be on to the next one because always remember, what she might not do, someone else will do. Mm-hmm. Can I ask a question? Yes, For sir. you guys to get your advice. I have a friend who is, uh, he's apparently on, um, proposing to his girlfriend, right? But he's struggling because his girlfriend's, uh, her siblings, like she has a, a sister and like a brother and stuff, like they're kind of pressuring her, like, when y'all gonna get married? When this, when that? Ooh, what if it's tomorrow? What if it's then? When is that? So now she's always on the lookout for it. So now he feels kind of robbed of the situation. Like, I want to propose to her, but now every time we, we want to go to dinner, every time I want to go here, what there, she's, like, expecting something. And now she's kind of low-key being, like, you know, having an attitude and being irritable because she feels pressured. But he's, like, it's taking all the fun out of planning it for him. So he mm-hmm. was asking me, like, what should I talk to the siblings? Like, what should I do? And I'm like, I don't know. But I just was, what what do y'all think about that? Like, he when it comes to like proposing, huh? Does she live with her siblings? No, they live together, and the siblings—they're mm-hmm. all—and they live, I guess, in the same neighborhood. But yeah, they're super duper close, and so they're just always like on the phone with her, and always like kind of putting that pressure on her. And so he feels like he never has a window of like to go in and do it like in a private way because now she's always just waiting for something to happen. And I said that he had more than whatever right to go talk to those siblings and be like, mind your business in a very nice way. Definitely. Yeah, number one, he definitely needs to tell the siblings to shut the fuck up in a nice way. And number two, he probably just needed to take us somewhere, just take on a surprise trip somewhere, you know what I'm saying? I was going to say, he got to get creative now. He got to get super creative now because yeah. she's expecting something big, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like she's going to be disappointed if he just takes us to a restaurant or somewhere they've been before and it's just like, hey, will you marry me? I think she's going to be disappointed. So I think yeah. now he I mean, has to, he, he's kind of screwed. I'll, I mean, looking at it like this, if he's able to trust the siblings, well, he's able to tell them, like, yo, I'm actually thinking about proposing. So can y'all just, you know, go, you know, zero dark 30 for a little while? So then, you know, she can have some peace of mind because women are already thinking about marriage when they get in a relationship with a guy that they're already there. Mm-hmm. So if you're, you got somebody in your head every day, like that's toxic, yeah, that's not good. So he has to be able to, I think he should go talk to them, you know, like, hey, look, I'm already thinking about doing this. It needs to be a surprise. You know, you guys want to ruin that surprise? You guys want to have that on you? You know, if this doesn't go the way I plan, because then otherwise I have to, you know, mm-hmm. I do a trip. I gotta do something out of the ordinary. And then when I do something out of the ordinary, she might be like, wait, is it is this him? You know what I'm saying? Cause it's yeah. one on one side now. You gotta go to those siblings, you know, I don't know what kind of relationship they have, but you gotta be like, Hey, I was actually planning on proposing. Let me do this. This is my plan. Y'all gotta mm-hmm. go silent so y'all I can do my thing. That's I agree. Right. Yeah. If that's possible, I know sometimes family relationships. Trust me, I, I you know. Look, <laughs> I'm tricky, man. Yeah, I'm no. petty. You I'll petty do something problem. like we'll be working out, and I'll be like, "Look, do you want to marry me?" And they'll be like, "Oh my god, you're asking me at the gym? Yeah, because your siblings kept pressuring you, and I couldn't oh, think of no god. ideas. <laughs> so we can do something after this. But here you go." Listen, I like that. You know what I'm saying? Look, I mean, like, you gotta play. Don't do that unless y'all are both rats. I'm telling you. Play play off of it. Just be like, look, that's the truth. There's a hard time to get you alone. (laughs) I see where Marco's coming from. I do see where Marco's coming from because it's like he's gonna basically do what he gotta do, but put the blame on the siblings and everybody in the head because it's also not just siblings because they be having their girlfriends 
who are probably already married and stuff. They be in their head too, like, girl, when's he gonna marry you? Is this they have all kind of people that be in their head, like, and sometimes you just gotta get out your own head and to those ladies, mm-hmm. y'all gotta be realized I'm the captain here. I'm running this shit, you know what I'm saying? Just just use them as advice if you need them. But sometimes as a woman, you gotta tell them to shut the fuck up because you know your man, you know what I'm saying? Because that's what Cardi B did on social media. She said she basically told a lot of y'all niggas shut the fuck up about why she take back off state. You know what I'm saying? That's what none of our business. She did, but also she didn't have to go to the internet to tell us her business. That's the only thing about it. Oh, she Lord. she goes on live oh. and tell us tell us what happens. And I'm like, damn, you just broadcasting this shit. Like, damn, so niggas just get their popcorn and just listen to your gossip. She need a Bro, talk show. She, I, my, um, my wife was listening to like a a show where they're talking about the whole Cardi B situation the other day, and she literally got on there word for word on her. I guess it was an Instagram live, I think. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "I'm a crazy bitch." So one day, I want to fuck Offset. And the next day, I want to shoot him twice in the stop. If that's what I want to do, that's what I want to do. So I feel like people. If you see somebody, they want to take that person back. And I'm sure it's deeper than them just being married. You know, she got a kid with this person. They, they make music together. He probably looks out for her in the industry. It's a game. Yada, yada. If you want to take the man back at this point, you know, he's been public with the cheating. If she still wants him and loves him, then it's not like she's the only person doing that. It's, it's a whole lot of people exactly. taking him back that they, they done did some dirt. Listen, oh, you know, you know watch tomorrow's show coming up because you see the women that a lot of texture told them the man cheating. And guess what? Probably a month later, they back on there because she took him back. And now I'm like, she tests him again. I'm like, you know the man cheating. Why the hell they run this damn lot to take the test? No, my favorite is the baby ones. Behavior for probably about yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. the baby ones from Murray. <laughs> and I heard it's still going on. I said, damn. And oh, yeah, Murray's like, still like, popping. Uh, I said, Maury's still popping. It still comes on. It's still in syndication. It does? Yeah. Wow. He's still and making that money? And they still, they making, now it's, it's damn near like 90% the uh, baby daddy ones. You know, so I'm on there for the more, 17th time. Yeah, okay. I mean, because those were the good ones. The cheating ones too, when they go running off in the background and all that, like, and sometimes I'm like, y'all do all that, but y'all know damn well if he could, he blow your phone up, you'll be right there. He plus say I'm outside, you gonna be right there in the skirt when it's nothing, barely nothing on in the car with him. You know what I'm saying? Sideline ho. All I'm saying is one of them dudes that you know he travels a lot and he got some in every city, just like the songs. And he not a just like most rappers, just like a nigga, just like me. You know what I'm saying? I guess I guess to be like going to an open relationship with him. I guess be like have a Jada and Will situation. Maybe she might have to have an entanglement or two. You know? Huh? <laughs> Let me ask. Hey, I want to ask y'all a question while we own this. Yeah, what's up? I'm not talking about her body from the just from the face. Do y'all find Cardi B attractive? Mm. Wait, I'm confused with the. We kind of, I mean, we she's a pretty girl. Be attractive. If she didn't have nobody. Just have to go by her face. Would you find yeah. Cardi B attractive? Yeah. Well, yeah. Sure. I think she's a pretty girl. I mean, I don't think she's like a you know wore out or nothing. But yeah, I don't think she she's like, like Naomi regular, Campbell. She looks like the kind of regular cute hood girl, round the way girl, like. Okay. I don't know. Why? What's, why? <laughs> why? Why'd you ask this? Because, like, I know she said, like, the plastic surgery and stuff like that on her face. So, to me, mm-hmm. her face structure is different. I don't know. It just doesn't look that good to me, the way she is right now. Yeah, face. whatever that was, it wasn't necessary to me. Um, she whatever did this, that that she did. Yeah. Those and, like, the some type of feeling or some collagen or something mm-hmm. in her cheek. I don't think that she needed to do that personally. Mm-mm. I'm sure she had reasons. She's in the industry. Is, mainstream. Oh, yeah. 
Is there yeah. some type of drug in Hollywood that they take so everybody get new bodies? I don't know. I mean, I am a. I listen. I'm now. This is my way y'all different from me. I support plastic surgery. I think it's brilliant. If you want to fix something you're not happy about, then go fix it. Because listen, listen. I'm all for it. Y'all gonna see me in 20 years? Like, who is that? Like, it's me, Don. It's me. You see? Don't you recognize me? Like, but my is question is, what's the long term damage? Because I don't want there to be some yeah. long term damage. Like 10 to 20 years from now, you in a wheelchair or something like that because. The, the plastic surgeon done fucked up something in your body, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That's real. You see it happening all the time. A lot of the old celebrities, or they get their faces to the point where you don't recognize them anymore. Mm. Like, she hasn't gone like, that far yet, but I feel like what she got wasn't even needed. Like, I think she was fine before. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she's like, always. I thought she was attractive on uh, Love and Hip Hop, too. That's what a lot of women is. Like, y'all, y'all they don't realize their natural beauty, you know what I'm saying? They just they feel the need to fix it because they allow people to get inside their head. But like I said earlier, they need to tell those people to take a tall glass of shut the fuck up and let me live my life because I'm the goddamn captain, you know what I'm saying? And they don't and most women don't realize most of us men find natural beauty attractive. Mm. Even the I'm Kardashians, they're they know they look like they're all fembots, like they look like robots. They look n- nothing like they did ten years ago. Like robots totally different faces. You would never know the same person. And it's, it's like, like robots, look- they turn out men for some reason. They just they do something to men, something fucked up the black men. And then once the black men get away from them, they're flourishing, they're great. Like look at Lamar Odom, you know what I'm saying? He got away from the Kardashian and like hey, barely Bruh, I could oof. Oh we can go there. Well, that's gonna be a topic one day because oh yeah, one thing to look up on your phones, look up Jesse Wu before and after. Who okay. Y'all look up Jesse Wu before and after. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Liquor Talk. Now, I'm going to say this last thing about gatekeepers. Remember that you are the gatekeepers and we're the captains of this thing. Ladies, y'all the gatekeepers of sex. You ain't got to fuck every man, you know what I'm saying? It's okay to curve some men, but you know what? But, curve, but don't curve the wrong man because guess what? You're gonna, it's going to come back on you in the long term, you know what I'm saying? Remember that. And ladies and gentlemen, I hope y'all have enjoyed this live stream. I hope y'all enjoyed this on YouTube. Shout out to the Black Podcast Club and shout out to my viewers on um on the YouTube channel and shout out to everybody listening to this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, because we try to do this every month. Maybe next month we'll have a surprise visitor, but I guess the visitor was traveling, so I was like, oh, damn. Is that her? Yeah, I'm and I'm looking like yikes. Yes, yeah. You would never know. You would never know. You know, no, but you know who the scariest one is? Lil Kim. That's the scariest one. It's a tragedy, man. She was so beautiful. Her original self. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. But yeah, I think this is so fucking crazy. Oh my bad. You wouldn't have y'all. Have y'all seen Dane Cook? Remember Dane Cook, the comedian? Yeah, I haven't heard from him in a long time. Me either. This is him now. Oh, I don't know if you can see it. Hold up. Can you see that? Whoa. Damn, what the hell? Like, you can't even recognize him, right? I can't even recognize him. I don't know. I was on Twitter and I was watching this thing that had a bunch of celebrities on it doing like this Zoom, like, table read thing and like all the, you know, Brad Pitt and, and Julia Roberts and Shia LaBeouf, all these random celebrities were on it. Morgan Freeman. And then there, uh, he was in it. I didn't even know. And somebody in the comments was like, oh, so good to see Dan Cook. And I'm like, where? I rewatched it. Didn't see him again. And so I Googled him and I had noticed who that, per- that person was. Like, I haven't heard, seen him in like 10 years, but now he looks like that. So maybe he has been. A, we haven't seen him, but it was real scary. Like, that is very scary. Well, that's our time today, fellas. I want to thank us for doing this. Mm. I hope y'all like the live stream because I think we're going to be going this way moving forward. So I hope y'all like it. I like the live stream. Yes, yeah, cool. I like it. Yes, I hope I hope y'all like it. Um, get my background. Right. Club, if y'all got any questions, feel free to DM us. How can the people get in touch with y'all? Y'all can find me. I was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just joking. <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead, brother. Oh. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Y'all can find me at this is hear me out on Twitter and Instagram and every Tuesday on all streaming platforms. One of these days I'm gonna get on there, Marco. Yeah, I know. I'm getting uh when I get settled in my new little area. That's what's up. That's I got up. you. Don, how can the people find you? Um, you guys can find me at the Don B on all platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, and follow at Off Like a Podcast on uh, where you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, all those good places. Um, yeah. And what you think, Don, I'm going to roll up in Orlando and I'm going to be on your show too, dog. Well, I'm having everybody on the show at some point. That's part of the restructuring facelift that I'm working on is doing some more crossover work. So um, you heard it here first live. I came back out of it now. I'm going to have everybody on at some point. So we're getting there. Yes. Juggy, how can the people reach you, man? We're looking at youtube.com forward slash BOJ radio. We are covering some political topics and also police brutality in the black community. Getting down a home stretch, doing an episode next week, getting everybody caught up on what you need to know before the big day on November 3rd. Appreciate the support. Appreciate you, Vic. No, as always. And make sure you vote. Yes, please vote, people. Uh, it's always Real B. Jones on Twitter and Instagram. It's Look and Talk Podcast on Instagram, as it's been showing all night. YouTube, Look and Talk Podcast. We got more great great uh, people coming on, you know what I'm saying? And also, thank you, fellas, for running it back for the October. I look forward to seeing us in November. And also, I'll just go ahead and say this. The ladies, if any of you lady podcasters want to come on and take a shot at us men, Bring it on. Just slide my DMs, so let's go. Because <laughs> I because apparently women what I've heard from other women podcasters is they like hearing us talk about things, you know what I'm saying? They like hearing poor black men talk about things. So you know what? I'm telling them if you want your shot, come on. Anyway, that's let's it for it. broadcast. Um, I hope y'all enjoyed it. Uh give us feedback, do anything, ladies and gentlemen. This is Malika Talk. We are signing off. Remember, everything is temporary. Always pull that shit up, and we out this thing. Deuces. Peace.